This is the Boundless Podcast. It is a sad truth that there is boundless need all over this world, maybe even in your own home. You're about to hear a message of boundless hope that comes through the boundless love of Jesus Christ. These messages were recently given at St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Hawthorne Woods, Illinois. And at the end of today's show, I'll tell you how you can find out more about St. Matthew. Now, here is today's message on Boundless. Do you promise to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Do you promise to love, honor, and cherish in richness and poorness and sickness and in health till death parts you? Do you promise to be my best friend, pinky swear? We live in a world where promises are made to us and we make promises to other people. And yet we live in this world of brokenness, this world of sin. And in many cases, those promises that we make to other people are broken, or promises that we make or made to us are broken as well. It even becomes more complicated when there's a large amount of money or property at stake. A promise isn't good enough. We have to have legal documents drawn up because we want to make sure that person, there's no loophole for that person to weasel their way out of that promise that they've made to us. Their word is is not enough. We need more than that. Even in the closest relationships in our lives, the promises that we make to other people and the promises we make ourselves are broken. It can be as simple as a parent who tells their kid, I I promised you I'd be at your band concert, but something at work has come up. I'm not going to be able to make it. There's a loving, or the husband who comes home to his loving wife, who in his wedding vow promised to love, honor, and cherish her, and he tells her, there's someone else. Your friend who's been your best friend since you can't remember for how long has suddenly replaced you with someone else as their new best friend. Maybe someone close to you or you yourselves have been the victim of a broken promise. And we look at our, our sermon text for tonight. It's the account of the angel Gabriel coming to Mary to tell her that she's going to have a son and what her son is going to do. It was an announcement to Mary, but it was also an announcement to you and to me because this was the ongoing fulfillment of that promise that God had made to his people throughout the Old Testament. In this text, we find that we can trust God because God acts according to his word and he keeps his promises and he fulfills his promises. The very first promise that we have, God gives it to mankind when it's at its lowest, the worst time in human history. It's after the fall of Adam and Eve into sin. They've listened to the serpent. They've given in to the temptation. They've listened to the serpent. And God speaks to that sin. God just doesn't push that sin aside or or, kind of just let it go. He does speak to it. He speaks words of judgment. But at the same time, he speaks the word of promise. Promise of a savior. Someone who's going to come and restore creation. In the Old Testament, God established a relationship with his people through a covenant. A covenant being a set of, uh, of promises that he's made to his people. Now, even though the people of God, they were unfaithful to him, he was always faithful and he kept his covenant with them. Many times the people of Israel, when they were in the promised land, 
they'd look around at their neighbors and they'd see them worshiping other gods and they'd take it upon themselves to bring in the worship of other gods into the God of Israel or to just go and worship that God instead of the God of Israel. They would ignore the law, the covenant that they made with God. The Bible tells us in the book of Judges that everyone did what was right in their own eyes. This cycle continued throughout the Old Testament. The people were unfaithful, but yet God was faithful to his people and to his covenant. And he continued to tell them and to promise them of that coming Savior that would be coming. In our Old Testament reading, we get to the time of King David. He's living in Jerusalem. He's living in this lavish palace. And David thinks he should be the one to build a temple for the Ark of the Covenant. This is what David says in 2 Samuel. See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of God dwells in a tent. The thing I want to point out about the 2 Samuel reading is that God never asked David to build him a temple. That was David's idea. But it wouldn't be David who would build the temple. It would be David's son, Solomon, because God had a response to David. He told him that he's not going to be the one to build a house for God. He's not going to be the one to build a temple. That God is going to build a house for him, an everlasting household. Because it's going to be through the bloodline of David that eventually that long promised Savior would come. God responds to David by saying, And your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. As you continue to read through the Old Testament, there are more words of promise that God gives to his people. He begins to give details in the prophet Isaiah and Micah and in many of the minor and major prophets. He gives us details about where the Savior is going to be born, what's going to happen when the Savior is born. I hope you're enjoying today's message on Boundless from St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Hawthorne Woods. For more, you can go to our website, www.stmats.net. That's www.stmatts.net. You can also support our ministry and access more online content of Boundless Hope. And if you're in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, I would love to see you this weekend. You can go to the St. Matthew website to plan your visit. Now, back to today's message. As we look through the Old Testament, and we read of all those promises that God made to his people. And then we read the account in Luke that we just did from Luke chapter 1. We see this announcement, this angel Gabriel coming to Mary as God working to fulfill that promise of that long-awaited Savior to redeem creation. The hymn that we're, we're going to talk about tonight, we just sang, in fact, was, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It was originally written in Latin many years ago, and it was translated by John Mason uh, Neal. He spent most of his life trying to improve the social status around England, trying to improve the social conditions. He's known for his extensive work in the church, for his hymnody, and that he was ordained into the Church of England. He was ordained, but he never served in the Church of England because of some political uh, unrest within the Church of England. He never served as a pastor in a church. We sing that hymn each Christmas 
and we hear the words and we can hear the promises that God has made to his people and how they are fulfilled in the birth of his son at Bethlehem when God becomes Emmanuel, God with us. Now, this is the day before Christmas Eve and a few days before Christmas Day. And we're going to hear that famous Christmas story from Luke chapter 2 over the next few days. It's very familiar to us. But for tonight, I want us to, to set that aside, set the Luke chapter 2 aside, and just focus in on the words of the angel Gabriel and how that is God fulfilling his promise to his people. The angel told Mary that she would conceive and have a son even though she was a virgin. And according to God's word, it came true. And we'll hear the rest of that story. And I invite you to come back to hear the rest of that story on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day to hear what happens next. But we read this and knowing that God keeps his promises to his people, it makes us look at the world that we live in, a world of broken promises. And it makes us realize that we can only go to one place, only one person keeps their promises and has kept their promise, and that is God. Maybe you recently have been the victim of someone not keeping their word to you. It's caused you personal pain. It's caused you loss. And you're, you're trying to think where to, where to go with this. You don't know who or where to go with this pain this, that you're feeling from this uh, broken promise. You can hear these words of Jesus tonight. He tells us to come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. In Jesus Christ, Christ, God has given his word, and he acts according to his word, that if we go to him with the burdens of this life, we will find rest in him. Maybe you are the one who hasn't kept a promise that you've made to someone. You've broken a promise to someone that you're close to. And it's left you with the feeling of guilt and shame and just disgust with yourself. And there's nothing any of us can do, say, or, or think to take away those feelings. But God extends his hand. He invites each and every one of us to come to him to find forgiveness. And we find that forgiveness only at the cross of Jesus Christ. Perhaps maybe you're just someone who's struggling with the word of God. We live in a world that's dominated by skepticism. People are, are very skeptical about the Christian faith. Some people even try to set out to prove it wrong. And they're, they're struggling with this. And maybe this often leads you to wonder questions about God. To question his word. To question your own life. And you're thinking to yourself, is there something that will strengthen me and sustain me in my faith? In response, God invites us to, uh, to take and eat. This is my body given for you. Take and drink. This is my blood shed for you. In Jesus, God has given this promise and he acts according to it. When we gather at the altar to receive his body and blood for the forgiveness of sins and to strengthen our faith. God gave Mary faith to believe in what seemed impossible, but it simply happened because that's what God said would happen. That's an example of faith. 
in Jesus, God has given his word, and he acts according to that word. Today, you're invited to hear and believe as Mary did. God also grants to you and me the faith to respond to all of his promises with the response of, let it be according to your word. This evening, as we consider the promises to Mary and as we gather tomorrow and Monday and we hear that wondrous and wonderful account of the fulfillment of God's promises to Mary in the birth of Jesus, and as we move from the Christmas season and into the rest of the church year and we hear about what Jesus has done for us through his life, death, and resurrection, may God grant us all the response of faith Let it be according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you enjoyed today's message. Boundless is produced by St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Hawthorne Woods, Illinois. And if you're in the northwest suburbs of Chicago, you're invited to join us for worship services and other events at St. Matthew. Go to our website to plan your visit at www.stmatts.net. Please rate the show wherever you got your podcast from, and positive reviews are always welcome. Thank you for listening to the Boundless Podcast. God's richest blessings to you and join us again next time.